Hi everyone, welcome to the first um, actual Sunday um, gathering of The Risen. Um, today I wanted to jump into a sermon that's going to really kind of exemplify all of what we're here for and why I'm doing this. So um, we're going to be talking about the story of the rising of Lazarus. So if you want to turn with me um, to John 11, we're going to be looking at John's account of this story. Um if you don't already know this story, this is going to be a wonderful learning experience. Um, it's a beautiful example of the gospel, but also, um, I think, also how we should live as Christians. So, um, I'm just going to jump um, ahead in the story to just the actual raising um, of Lazarus. So, um, if you jump with me to, to verse 38 uh, of John 11... It says, Then Jesus, angry in himself again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and the stone was lying against it. Remove the stone, Jesus said. Martha, the dead man's sister, told him, Lord, he's already decaying. It's been four days. Jesus said to her, Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they removed the stone. Then Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd standing here, I said this so that they may believe you sent me. After he said this, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, bound hand and foot with linen strips and with his face wrapped in cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. So what we see here is just, uh, I mean, it's a resurrection. Um, Lazarus is a dead man. He's been dead for four days. Um, he's been decaying, um, pretty pretty nasty. Um, at least you know normally it would be pretty nasty if you pulled someone out of a tomb four days after they died. It would be a pretty gross experience. And uh, so we see that you know everyone's like, "Why? What are you trying to do? Why are you open this tomb? Um, he's been dead four days. This is just gonna be nasty, foul." Um, and and Jesus basically prays to God, saying, "You know, I." I know you hear me. I already know you hear me, um, but I'm praying this so that everyone around may believe um, that you know that you sent me. Um, so this this story of Lazarus is um, just a, a beautiful story of of Christ coming and raising uh, a dead man to life. But the reason I want to talk about this story is because that's really what the whole purpose of titling. Um, kind of this podcast, The Risen, that's, that's the reason um, this title exists, is that we are all um, once dead and now risen in Christ again in life. And, and what does that mean for us as, as people, as Christians? Um, and and what, I w- what that means for us is that we need to live um, differently than the dead. Um, you know, Lazarus, when he was brought back from the death, I, I really don't think that you know, they caught him later to laying back in his tomb, wrapping himself back up in those cloths, um, and, and laying down as if he was dead again. You know, Lazarus, um, I can imagine probably ran out and celebrated his new life and then probably, um, went and just couldn't shut up about sharing the story of this experience, um, that he has, um, encountered, um, for one, because it's not one that anyone has had encountered before, but just because it's so miraculous, and um, that's kind of the mission and the purpose of of we as Christians, and and even more so this this podcast, the risen. So, what does it mean to be risen? 
So um, Lazarus, uh, he was he was risen from the dead in a very literal sense. Like Lazarus had died. He had died of illness. He had been dead for multiple, multiple days. Um, and at this point, you know, the body would have started decaying. Like he was a dead man. His heart had stopped beating. Um, and in this situation, Christ r- uh, raised him in a sense of he gave him a literal life again. Lazarus got out of that tomb. His heart was beating again. His mind was full of thought again. Um, he was a living human being. But um, in the sense of, of what does that mean for us now? How how can we relate to Lazarus? How are we raised from the dead? So um, I, I, I'm going to present here um, just kind of what that means um, in a modern sense. So um, before coming to Christ, before the raising of, of our life, um, we are all dead. We are dead in our transactions. We are dead. Uh, we are dead in our sins, um, and we are born dead. We are born into sin, and there's nothing that we can do to stop to uh, to change that. You know, Lazarus after death, there was nothing that Lazarus could do to bring himself back to life. There was no power that he had or action that he could do to bring himself back to life, and. Um, and that's the same as us as humans. Um, as we're born into sin, there's nothing that we can do to bring ourselves back to life. We are stuck in that condition of death. Um, and, and that is case for all of humanity ever since the fall of Adam and Eve when, when they took that forbidden fruit um, that God said not to eat of and they ate that they brought upon death themselves and the rest of humanity. And that that curse of death is on all humanity at the point of birth. There's nothing we do... Um, there's nothing that we cannot do to uh, avoid that curse. That is a curse that is put upon us at death. So we are born dead. We are we are born already dead. But that's not how it has to end. God sent Jesus Christ. God sent his son onto this earth so that we could be risen. So um, what I mean by this is God lived... God sent Jesus Christ in human form, 100% man, 100% God, comes down to earth to live a perfect life so that we could reject him, put him on the cross so he will die, but in three days be risen again. And in that rising, he would put to death the sins of all humanity of those who believe in him and give us an opportunity to be risen with him in life. You see... Before the coming of Jesus, the way that people cleanse themselves of their sins was to take a purposely a perfect, sorry, a perfect, unblemished lamb, and 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 slaughter it, and to make that sacrifice to God to cleanse them of their sins. But that was something that you know you had to do year after year. That's not how God wanted to leave. That's not a state that God wanted to leave humanity in. And so he knew that if he would send the ultimate sacrifice, the perfect, the most, the most perfect lamb to die, to spill his blood, then that could wipe away sin for eternity. The sins that we've done, the sins that we will do, the sins of those that came before Christ and the sins of those that will come forevermore. And so, and so God sends Christ to die, rise again, and to put to death sin. But what does that mean for us? How does that make us the risen. So the first step in becoming the risen, the first step in, in following Lazarus into in being risen is belief. It is, well, really the first step is admission, to admit that we are sinful, that we need 
that that we need a savior, that we need a reason to be risen because we are sinful, we are dead, um, and there's nothing that we can do that as individuals. So we have to recognize that first, to admit that um, to God and to ourselves, to our own soul. And then, and then that second step, the most important step, is belief. It is believing that we can be risen again, and it is believing in Christ that he has the power to rise us again and believing that through that power we will be risen again. And so we see this um, as Lazarus um, in a situation where everyone is kind of doubting. You know, they're all saying, you know, if you only you had been here while he was alive, you could have saved him. They're doubting the ability of Christ to rise Lazarus again from the death. You know, they're saying you could have healed him from their sickness. So they are, they are, acknowledging that Christ has power, but they are not acknowledging that he has the power to bring to life even the dead um, because not something anyone had ever seen before. And so we have to believe, we have to believe that, that God has that power to be able to take us in our dead state and rise us again and, and bring us to life again. And so lastly, we have to learn to live as the risen. And what that means is no longer can we live as though we are dead, just as Lazarus did not get back in that tomb and wrap himself up in those cloths and lay himself back down on that tomb and, and lay there as if he was dead. He he got up, those cloths were taking off of him, and he, he celebrated and he lived a new life. We have to learn to live as the risen. But what does that mean? What does that mean to live as the risen? Well, first off, there has to be change in us. We have to be different than when we were dead. That means you have to lay aside um, your your sins and your wants as a human. Put those aside, lay them down, pick up your cross, um, and, and start to walk as a Christian. You start to live for the will of God, not for the will of yourself. You know, there are sins in life that are enjoyable, that are fun, but you have to put those aside so that you can live for God. You have to lay aside your idols. You have to give God your all your devotion, your time, your spirit, your thought, and your power. You know, the, the word Christian, the name Christian, which is what we title people who are saved, literally means little Christ. And so in being little Christs, we have to devote our entire being to the existence of God and the furthering of his kingdom and sharing the gospel. That is the one and only goal as us of us who are, are risen. And that is the main goal and focus of um, the risen, which is uh, th- this podcast is is to share the gospel, to share the message, to share discipleship, um, and 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 to fulfill the um, the great commission of going thereforth to every human, every society, every country of every language, and sharing the gospel, dis- baptizing them in the name of Christ, and discipling them so they can go out and do the same. That is the call of Christians. That is the call of the Great Commission, and that is the call of this podcast right here, The Risen. Um, that is our call, is to go forth, share the gospel, disciple others, be discipled, so that they may spread the gospel. And if we can do that, Lazarus's story of resurrection will not be 
the only story of resurrection. My story of resurrection will not be the only story of resurrection. And anyone here who's listening, our stories of resurrection will spread to every nation, to all people. And the reason I know that, the reason um, that I am so confident in saying that statement is because it's not by the power of me or by any human that spreads that story and spreads that power. It is by only the power of God and the Holy Spirit moving through the lives and touching the lives of the individuals that we spread the word, the gospel to, but is that power that is in that gospel, that is in that Holy Spirit spreading. And that is what I know will spread salvation stories, will spread resurrection stories, and will grow the risen. So the risen is not just people who listen to this podcast that's happened to be titled The Risen. The Risen is the church of God. It is all the believers of Christ who were once dead in their transactions and their sins who have been risen again through the power of Christ in them. We must live like we were once dead but have been set free by a free gift of grace. It is our one purpose as Christians. It should be our one goal. Yes, we will fall short. Yes, we will make mistakes. Yes, there will be times where we are not living in such a way that glorifies God. But if we make it our one goal, our one will, our one determination, I guarantee you that you will glorify God through your life and your actions. And that is the one highest calling, the one greatest thing that we can do as humans is glorify God. That is why we are risen. That is why God sent his son to die for us so that we may glorify him, so that we may bring the glory that is due to him. The creator of all things deserves to be glorified by all creation. The Bible says that if we were to grow silent, the rocks would cry out, glorifying God, because the creator of all things deserves to be glorified by all things. And if that statement is true, then we as glorifiers of God must go out and share the gospel so that all things can glorify God. All things, all people from every type of society, I don't care if you don't agree with them or their society or their culture. Jesus approached multiple Sumerians throughout his life. Jesus was a born Jew who promotes, who approached multiple Sumerians in, in his life, which was a culture that the Jews did not agree with, that they hated. And he gave them the chance to be a part of the risen. We must lay down any division of us and anyone else in the rest of the world so that we may expand the kingdom of the risen. That is our goal. That is our purpose. And I 100% guarantee that if you start living for that purpose, you will soon find that that is a purpose worth living more for more than any other purpose you could ever live for. 
It is more fulfilling than money, fame, or glory could ever been be. Because when you chase those things and you, and you gain those things, what do you want? You just want more. But when you allow God to fill you with his will and his purpose and his goal, you will feel satisfied. The cup says, my, my cup overfloweth. So, so satisfied that it overflows. Money and fame and glory can never do that. Your cup will never overflow. But through glorifying God, your cup will overflow. You will be satisfied in life. You will live a life that you know will be worth living. And though that is a wonderful and great side effect of being arisen, Christian that is not even even that is not the goal yes the satis- the satisfaction in life is a is a by factor but but the goal is simply to spread the gospel to further the kingdom of those who are risen it is to create so many stories like the story of Lazarus that the world can no longer ignore the fact that God is the creator of the universe is the provider of eternal life and is the only true God who deserves to be glorified by all humanity there is no greater goal there is no greater cause That is what we are to do as the risen. So here's my, here's my application. Here's my takeaway. As we go into our lives that we all live, I want us to look around and find at least one way that we can begin to live like we have been risen again. Whether that means laying down a sin or putting down a hobby that's taken too much precedence in our life, whatever that is, lay it down and start to live as one of the risen. It will change your life forever. It has changed mine. And I'm st- and it's still changing it. That That's my application. Um, I want to close out with prayer just real quick. Um, so if you would pray with me, from your homes or wherever you're listening to to this workplace, wherever that may be. Dear God, I want to thank you for this day. I want I want to thank you for this time that you've given me to sit here and, and to and to pour out your message. And I, and I pray that as I listen to the words that are flowing through me, and, and as the people listening to this listen to these words, I pray that you help us to begin to live like the risen. I pray that you help us to cut out those sins that hold us back, to cut out those those idols that we've made um, above you and to just follow you, to give our life to you and just to continue to live as the risen and to change our lives so that we can better live as the risen and show the world that there is something more powerful living in us than anything in this world, Lord. I just want to thank you for your ability to save lives. I want to thank you for the opportunity you've given this world to be saved. 
and I and I pray that through this this podcast and through those who listen to this podcast as they get this message that we can go out and spread your gospel to people from all nations of all languages and fulfill that great commission, Lord, because you deserve to be glorified above all things. Thank you again for this time you've given us. Bless all the ears that this message falls upon, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again uh, for gathering here with The Risen. Uh, I hope to see you again. Um, Hopefully we'll be getting some Wednesday night stuff going on, maybe some devotionals, uh, and I hope to be um, getting on and talking with some people and, and sharing some thoughts maybe answering some questions um, that I've had in my life or they've had in their life. But again, just thank you for being here. Thank you for gathering. Um, I pray just just share this with others um, and let's get this gospel out there um, and, and share the gospel yourself. You know, Don't rely on, on my voice or the voice of, of a minister you know to share that gospel. Get out there and, and do the field work for God. Um, I hope to see you all again um, in this next uh, the next time we get to gather here. Um, I, I just pray that you're all blessed through your week, and that we all keep our eyes and mind focused on God. So with that, uh, I will see you all, uh, hopefully maybe on Wednesday, and if not, uh, next Sunday.